0: I don't know what's going on lately, but I feel like I've been in several situations where someone is coming at me, and I know I've had some friends who have had to deal with some pretty wild situations, so I thought, yep, this needs to be a podcast episode. Let's define some terms. By coming at you, I mean verbally trying to start something. It's different than an argument because it's like someone having a problem with you or just straight up casting judgment on you. Our instant reaction is to respond and defend ourselves or get hot with them back. But here's the thing. Most of the time, it's just not worth it. So I think before we do anything, we should ask ourselves, what would I gain from engaging? We often respond out of emotion, but because we know our priority is protecting our happy headspace and our emotional energy, I think we need to approach it differently. We are going to go through some awesome strategies today so the next time someone comes at you, you are ready to handle it strategically rather than emotionally. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day. And now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. By doing the things that we talk about in this podcast episode today, I promise you, you will save yourself mental stress anxiety and just time dealing with a headache that you don't actually have to deal with. Now, this whole thing kind of came about because I've been in a couple situations lately and I've talked to friends who have been in situations lately where it's just kind of it's just kind of crazy. Now I am really like an open book. I have no secrets in life. I just that's just one thing I I stick by and I live by. I I'm honest, I'm direct, I'm straightforward. I just I sleep better at night that way. So I would share with you exactly the stories that happened to me. The only reason I'm not telling those stories is because I think that these two things in particular that I'm going to, you know, kind of vaguely talk about, I think that if you really think about it, it's very clear that the person either has um, an issue they haven't worked out within themselves, or they have a deep wound and they are taking it out the wrong way. So whatever it is, I never would want to be the person who would throw salt in that wound, or would, yeah, you know, make it difficult for someone who's going through something, or has an issue they haven't worked out yet and it just came out in the wrong way. So both of these happen to be on social media. One person I know and one person that I don't know. Um, Just kind of the two real world examples. And the only reason I bring them up is I think that it is interesting and helps give context to this whole conversation. So this idea of someone coming at you, it's kind of like And I wanted, I was worried about phrasing the title of the podcast this way because I didn't want it to be like like someone starting a physical confrontation, but it's like, that's what it feels like. It's someone coming at you about something, right? So we're going to get into in this episode, what are your options when someone comes at you, right? Whether it's judgment or criticism or like some big opinion about you or your life or something you've done, Um, we're going to talk about how to handle it with intention. And right out of the gate, I wanna say, it is so hard, especially when you first make this transition because our instinct is to, especially if it's something that's um, wild or not true or super insulting, our instinct is to defend ourselves, to, to prove them wrong. But if we shift our energy from, like if we're able to control those emotions and think about it rationally and go through these kind of options first before responding i think you will save yourself so much headache but even better than that you'll win right not that this is about winning but you will come up you will come up better off in this situation right so here are my thoughts Alex Hormozzi, one of my favorite um, business experts, um, I love his books, I love his interviews, he says, quote, the only insults that hurt are the ones we believe. So that's our first question, is when somebody insults us, we ask ourselves, okay, is it true? Because oftentimes, the only ones that hurt are the ones that we are sensitive to. Maybe there's some truth to it. and. He, in talking about this, brings up such a good point. He's like, if there is some truth to it, rather than being embarrassed or having shame about it, just agree, and then it ends it, right? And he even takes it further to say, like, he'll agree and then one-up them and say like, oh, listen, not only that, but there's more, believe me, if you really knew. And I think it's so interesting because- it's it just takes the it just takes the the gusto out of it. It just takes, it's just like deflating a balloon, right? How about you just agree, right? Like you're bad at business. The last two businesses you started have failed. Yeah, you're right. Like, what do they even say back? Argument over. And then it just doesn't, it just doesn't make it as personal, right? So I think that's really interesting. The only insults that hurt are the ones we believe. So the first thing I think is when someone insults us. Do a self analysis like, okay, is this, is, does this feel hurtful because there's a part of it that's true? Does it feel hurtful because it's an attack on our character and we're really being honest with ourselves and it's not true? And because we have all have some sense of ego, we don't want to be perceived in that way. But the thing is, is, you know, these things that people cast on us are just like whispers in the wind. We know they don't matter. But in the moment, it feels like it feels like a war has started, like, ho ho, gather the troops, let's freaking go. But my whole, my whole argument in this is you only have so much time, you only have so much mental energy, and is it worth it? So I think the first question you ask yourself always is if what would I gain from engaging? Like most of our, most of the time we just engage, right? Like someone insults you and you respond, but I think you need to hit pause and say, wait a minute. First, the first question is, do I even engage in this? Do I even respond? And I think that's one of the secrets with this is there is so much power in the person who has self-control enough to not respond, to literally ignore and it's, it's just so powerful. I think it's one of the most powerful things. So either you don't reply to the email or the text or the direct message, or if it's in person, you literally just walk away. I think that there is something, there's just something to it. If you decide, it's because... When we, ask, when we ask ourselves, so what would I gain from engaging? If it's a total stranger that you don't know, either in person or on the internet, there's no point in engaging, like none. It just takes up your mental energy and like, who cares? It's a, you don't even know them. If it's someone that you don't like, there, there's no point of engaging, right? Like it's, you don't wanna be friends with them anyways. I think that the only time that it's worth engaging if it's someone we really love and care about then is worth figuring out if it's not that if it's you know, i think oftentimes it's just an ego play right it's like they hurt our ego and we're going to we're going to we're going to set them straight but like who cares it just doesn't matter and if you think of your job as protecting your mental energy i've said on other podcasts and i think that one of the best analogies is Think of your happy headspace like a football and you are running across a football field and there's big football dudes coming in every direction, trying to attack you. And your job is just to get through the day, to get across the football field, holding your football, which is the metaphor for your happy headspace, right? Like that's your goal to protect your happy headspace, not to defend yourselves up against random idiots on the internet, right? So I think there's so much to be said in ignoring. The other option is agreeing. Like Alex Hormozy said, if there's some truth to it, agree. And it ends it. Or one thing that I've actually done that's so powerful is say someone gives you like a crazy insult. Okay. And it's so wild. It's not even, it's not even worth something. It's just like just not even just factually accurate, right? Sometimes I'll just agree. Like almost I mean, almost in a sarcastic way, to be honest, but I'm just like, you're right. And they're kind of surprised because they think they're like, ho, ho. Like some people enjoy fighting, right? Like they want to get into it or they want to push your buttons. And the best part about agreeing is it ends it. And who cares? So they walk away thinking that thing that's not true. It It just doesn't matter. It just really doesn't. I'm telling you, after reading the book, The Simple Art of Not Giving an F by Mark Manson several times, I have like really gotten good at this. Like, I just, even if it stings at first, like of course, but I will say as you do it, it gets easier and it gets like, you get better at the self-control of not reacting right away. And it just, it feels so good. And by the way, you win. It's like, you're right. And you could say it with a laugh and then you move on. And it's just like, that's it. Like it ends it. It instantly ends it. And I think that I think that, like I said, it's just whispers in the wind. It just doesn't matter. And the flip side, if you don't want to agree or if what someone says is not accurate and they're putting it out there or, or they're telling friends or they're putting it out there on social media, I really think that if it's not true, the answer is be louder with the truth, but don't call attention to them. Right, like if you want to, you know, how sometimes people will put something on blast, and then you're like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was a conflict." Like I remember a while ago, like the Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift was having a fight with someone, and she came out and she was talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know she was having a fight with someone." Right? So, like a lot of times, you can bring something up, and then you you bring so much more attention to it when most people wouldn't know or care anyway. So, if it's something that's important to you that you that is not true that is in some way hurting you in the long term and you've decided it is worth giving the attention to i think that one of the best things i've read about this and kind of learned is be louder about the truth but don't involve them right like just bring attention to the thing that you that you want to that you want to make sure is understood about you but don't bring attention to them i think there's a a classy way to do it with like leaving them silent and not giving them the power of knowing that you got all hot about it. And then of course, another option is hash it out, but only if it's really, really worth it. If it's someone that you love. And I think even then it's like, take a beat and understand that sometimes people are just doing the best they can with what they have right now right sometimes people have their own issues that they put on you even people you love and who love you and who have the best intentions for you sometimes it's their own shit that they don't that they don't control right and it comes out in a direction towards you so i think having empathy and giving a beat and being like okay listen that was so uncalled for and so judgmental but i know they are a great person And so I'm going to give it a minute and I'm not going to respond instantly because listen, if it's someone you love and you know they're great, like why have an unnecessary fight? It takes emotional control, especially if it was super hurtful. But I think by just giving it time and saying, I am going to respond because this is someone I love, this needs to be worked out, but not right away because time gives clarity and on both sides. And I think a lot of times people expect you to respond right away, but by not, it gives everyone time. It's like everyone go to your own corners and then come back when you can have a healthy discussion about it. I think that the other person's much more likely to be receptive of what you have to say, much more likely to apologize if they were in the wrong and then you are working towards a productive solution rather than something that is emotional and hot and insulting and you know maybe is like involves yelling or cussing or whatever it is which doesn't actually benefit anyone right it's just emotions out of control at that point so to give a couple examples for context one person that sent me a message i know in my real life And, um, she was, she was hurting over something that happened maybe like 15 years ago. I'm 42, like 15 years ago. So she was hurting about something that had happened and she messaged me, um, and I, and I could tell that she was going through sadness, but she messaged me like super attacking, basically kind of like 15 years ago, these are all the things that I think you should have done differently. And it was it was just like not accurate. Um, I was in a different state, like just so not accurate. Um, and I just respond, and it, but it was very attacking and super insulting and revisionist history, like not even accurate, I, But it, but it was clear. It was just like, my gosh, like she's hurting so bad and she's going through old stories and she's decided that this, I should have maybe done differently or, or said this or whatever. And I literally, at first I was super offended. I was like, this is so, this is so mistargeted, but also so offensive. And I was gonna like explain, this is not what happened. Like this is where you're in and all this stuff. And I literally took a beat, waited till the next day to respond. And I just put... I will always be here for you. I am so sorry for what you've gone through. Please let me know if there's anything I can do, right? So I didn't address the issue directly because there would be no benefit in that. And I just tried to extend support. And then she came back again It was just like, you know, you with your perfect life and your family and you wouldn't understand and all this stuff. And I was like, well, okay. This is a judgment of me as a reflection of the hurt that you're going through, and I get it. But then at that point, I just didn't say anything else because, um, like it was the type of thing where we were friends through our husbands. Like we had only met a couple times, not like one of the you know like long life friends. It wasn't even one of those things. Like we only had met her a couple times, um, and so I had just decided, you know what, just saying nothing. Is better because I don't want to keep going back and forth about something that we're just not going to get there. She was really insulting and and very, you know, like offensive, but I didn't even take it that way because I was just like trying to show love. And I could tell that, yeah, I could tell that that's just not how it was going to be received. And I was so bummed. And I was just like, why are you coming at me when this clearly has nothing to do with me? This is something that you're going through and I'd love to be there for you. But it just just wasn't happening that way. So that's one of them that I wish that would have been different. And then more recently, someone who I know, who I don't know, and you know what's really interesting about social media? Um, this person DM'd me and she doesn't follow me, but she was really quick to follow me on her stories. It's interesting just how people can not follow you, but actually follow you. But I never understand like who has time to like check up on people and like search their name that they don't follow. I don't know. Anyways. I posted a story, simple story, had Parker in it about my family, and somehow she took that story and was like super offended about how it related to her family. Keep in mind, I've never met her, don't even know anything about her. And it was just like something so simple and innocent, like a picture in passing. In fact, I had just taken the picture to send a text message to my mom, and then I was like, oh, going through my camera, I was like, oh, this is interesting, I posted on social media and she had this big, long thing. And at the end of it, it was like, delete your story immediately. Um, It offends my family and my... It was just like so heavy. And I was just like, whoa. And at first I was like, this is crazy. And I really try to never repeat things that don't... That aren't positive. Like if it's just... I if, I just don't, I just don't, because then it just, it makes it bigger. You have a choice. You don't have a choice of what happens to you, but you do have a choice of how you respond to it and if you make it bigger or if you squash it. And so, but in this case, I was just like, holy cow. I called Craig, he's out of town. And I was just like, listen to this. Like, what does, what is this? And he, you know, he thought the same thing that I did. And so I was just like, you know what? The move is Ignore like i don't i don't know her i don't you, like the story i don't even keep up on my di- direct messages quickly enough like the story was already coming and gone cuz she was literally like i demand that you take this this instagram story down immediately <laughs> and all these things and i was just like well the story's already da- down um all these things are factually incorrect i don't know you you don't know me but you think you do so i'm just going to ignore and it's crazy because it just ends it the in both cases what they were saying was from my perspective not based on facts at all and so heavy with emotions that were misdirected like really like this is a reflection of of you and stuff that you have going on or your heavy thoughts and really have nothing to do with me that there's just no point in engaging and so in that case, I ignore, and then I have the upper hand in the situation. And also, oh my gosh, this is one of this is one of my favorite things, and this will be, I, you know how I love a hack? I love a hack that makes you, rem, that you remember it, and it makes you act the way you wanna act, because sometimes we'll listen to something and we'll be inspired, and we'll be like, yeah, that's how I'm gonna do it when it happens. But actually making that happen, my point of these podcasts is to hit pause on life, so you're like, okay, this is important. I'm going to control my emotion when someone comes at me because it's not worth my bandwidth, right? That's the point of this episode. Here is one thing I tell myself and I say it kind of jokingly, but that's why it's funny and that's why it makes me remember it and that's how it helps me have self-control. Ready? I don't negotiate with terrorists. It's my favorite because it's perfect. It's like, no no, I don't negotiate with terrorists. I'll tell my kids that. Like if one of my kids is being like wacky and they're asking for something and it's just like, you know, they've lost it for a minute, I'm like, "Woo hoo hoo! Take it on down because I do not negotiate with terrorists." I of course say it lightheartedly and jokingly because that's that's the power, right? In both of these situations it's like uh the first one with the, with the person that I did know, I tried, it didn't land, so the best response is no response because i don't negotiate with terrorists and the the actual meaning behind that is i don't try to work things out with people who are Ill, being illogical or irrational or like it's kind of like i don't deal with crazy because there's no good outcome when someone's in that mode like when you say like i just don't deal with crazy or i don't negotiate with crazy it's just because if someone's in that state of mind, there's just very, very unlikely that you'll get to a good result anyways. So it's much better to not engage and don't negotiate with terrorists and recognize when someone is being crazy and um, protecting your headspace against it. It's crazy. And I think that, I think there's so much power in it. And I think that I say you kind of win the situation, but I, I mean it more like you get the upper hand back. Because a lot of times when someone puts something on you, an insult, a judgment, it's kind of like you're being attacked. So they have the upper hand, you're being attacked. Now it's your responsibility to defend yourself, but why does it have to be that way? Why can't we just take the upper hand back and be like, I'm actually just going to ignore this? completely ignore it. You carry on thinking that forever. That is, I am okay with that. That is better than me trying to hash this out with you, someone I don't know, stranger on the internet. And we probably won't see eye to eye anyway, because you're being crazy and non-factual to begin with, right? So I just think that there's so much power in having the self-control to either ignore or walk away. I did a podcast, um, a bit ago about um, not answering a question that you're asked. There's our instinct. If someone asks us a question, is to answer. But I think that take that control back. Same thing with this insult judgment thing. You don't have to respond. Same thing with a question. If someone asks a, a question that is in some way, you know, judgmental or offensive or too personal or rude, don't don't get nervous and feel like you need to respond. Like sometimes you can just smile and walk away or don't respond to their text or email or direct message. Just because someone asks you a question doesn't mean you need to answer it. And just because someone insults you or judges you or in some way offends you doesn't mean you have to defend yourself. And by not defending yourself, it doesn't make what they said right. They might continue thinking it, but who cares? You don't care about them anyways. It just makes it, to where you value your headspace more than the opinion of someone else. That's what it comes down to. And I really think that so much happiness and joy and fulfillment lives in how we feel about ourselves. And deep self-confidence comes from being able to not engage and just being in that position to where you're like, I'm, I'm actually good. You can think that that's, that's actually okay with me. It's just so powerful because this insult doesn't affect you for more than a few, few minutes if you do it this way. And it's so good if you don't have to tell anyone, like I said, that time, this recent time I had to tell my husband because I was just like, this is like, I, I, I couldn't, I was like thinking about it and I was like, I don't wanna think about this, control your thoughts. And I was like, I just gotta tell him. I just gotta tell somebody so I can like talk this through and then I'm gonna move on and it worked. And I do this morning journaling and one of the prompts says, here are three things I'm going to let go of. And so I asked myself in the morning when I'm nice and clear, I'm waking up, I'm having my morning electrolytes, I'm like, okay, what am I holding on to? Like what's lingering from yesterday? And if it's something like this, I'll say, I'll write down, I'm going to let go of that insulting direct message. That's it. And then I like exhale it. And then I just decide I am not going to give it power because I only have so many minutes. And like, are you kidding me? To think that like, I'm going to give, say you go and meet a friend for lunch, right? And you go and you're like, you're not going to believe what this person said to me on Instagram. Then... 20 minutes of your lunch with your friend is taken up with this negative talk. You could be talking about vacations or adventures you want to take or or lessons you learned in your career or in motherhood or in being single and dating, whatever it is. I just think that there's so much power in not giving it more time because that's just the most precious thing we have. And It takes self control, but it's addictive. I'm telling you, it's so addictive when you're like, yep, I've been down this road before and I'm actually good. I'm just going to not respond. And it's so crazy when you do it in person because you can kind of just smile. And sometimes I'll kind of smile and laugh and just turn and walk away. It's just like, I see you trying to, trying to like engage in a battle, a verbal battle. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, Confident enough. And I know, and you win. You win by walking away. You win by saying nothing. You win by saying you're right and just smiling and walking away because the best part is it ends it. And I really think that most of these conflicts are not worth it. Again, the question is ask yourself, what would I gain from engaging? And a lot of times I think it's just our ego. We're like, no, 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 I don't want, I will not stand for that person saying that about me. But it's just like, who cares most of the time? Unless it's one of the people in your tribe, in your core circle of friends that you love, like, who cares? I'm telling you, even if they say it to other people, listen, In the big picture, people are worried about themselves. They're worried about their own things and their own worries and their own stresses. It's just not gonna last that long. They're not that concerned about what this random person is saying about you. And a lot of times it just feels bigger to you because it's personal than it actually is. I'm telling you, the best options, agree, so it ends it, or simply ignore, literally say nothing. It takes self-control, but once you do it, it's so addictive and it becomes a superpower. And I'm telling you, you just have less conflicts. So how to be awesome when someone comes at you? Ask yourself, is it worth it? 90% of the time, the answer is no. So then go to one of your tools, either agree or, or ignore. And if it's worth it, then give it a beat, take some space, time gives clarity, time takes the heat out of things, and then address it in a, calm and kind and loving way even if the original even if the original interaction wasn't kind or calm just because someone else lowers their standard of themselves doesn't mean that we're going to respond by lowering our own standards of ourselves. I think that's one of the best lessons I've learned is I will treat people to my standard. It's not wavering based on based on if they treat me badly. Now listen, this is not saying at all if someone walks on you, still um, you know, still treat them with, still treat them like they don't, right? And like not letting them walk on you and um, and not learning from that, completely the opposite. It's more like I am going to be kind no matter what. Listen, if you have friends like that, then we need to work on, we need to work on prioritizing and figuring out if they're still really a good friend. I'm talking about in the way that you respond to people, you will feel so good about yourself when you go to sleep if you didn't lower your standard of how you treat people just because someone else was shitty to you, right? You still showed up and you were still kind and you still smiled because that's the type of person you are, even though they were willing to let themselves lose control and lose control of their emotions by yelling or being rude or cussing or or judging you or offending you you still have this like deep self confidence and this and this priority of protecting your happy headspace to where you're able to be the bigger person still be kind even when they're not and not engage because it's usually not worth it Thank you so much for listening. I hope you think about this podcast next time you're in this situation and you tell yourself, I do not negotiate with terrorists. I'm telling you, it's funny and it helps you remember it and it works. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.